because it's time for the NWO Orthopedic Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios. Right now. Now. Right here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM and 105.7 FM WFOB. The Sports Huddle is brought to you by NWO Orthopedics, Frickers, Warner Automotive, by Blanchard Valley Health System, Rotor Rooter, Big B Coffee, by Northwestern Water and Sewer, Wilson Tire, Grits, by MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Campus Polyize, by Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, and by Seneca Millwork, Five Star Maintenance, and the Ropey Corporation. Three, two, one, let's hear it. Now, let's go live to Lance and Matt from the Fricker Studios for the NWO Orthopedic Sports Huddle. Welcome on into this edition of the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios on ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. Lance Morris here with you flying solo this Wednesday night. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday night for this edition of the show, our final regular version of the show before our Christmas special next week. Matt will not be here with me tonight, still recovering from sickness. He hopes to be back with me for our basketball games later this week. But on this edition of the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios, we have a great show on tap as always. We'll talk with Arlington head boys basketball coach Jason Vermillion. They're coming off a 2-0 weekend wins against Corey Rawson and Columbus Grove. They'll play Liberty Benton Friday night. And we'll talk with Arlington head girls basketball coach Jimmy Nicholson. They lost last Thursday to Corey Rawson. This Thursday, they have a tough task when they take on Liberty Benton. We'll talk with those coaches here in just a little bit. We might not be physically at the Frickers in Finley, but stop in for their daily specials. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings day. Tuesday, frickin' chicken wings day. Tonight, you can get their sirloin steak dinner. Thursday, their frickin' chicken chunks. Kids eat free all day, every day at Frickers. You can pick up from the carryout window, dine-in, or get delivery through DoorDash. All daily specials are dine-in only. Download the Frickers app. Find them online at frickers.com. Don't miss our coverage of high school basketball coming your way the next few days. Thursday, we'll have coverage of a rivalry matchup. Hopewell Loudon taking on Tiffin Calvert. Matt Common and I will have that one for you Thursday night. At about 7 o'clock, we'll have that on both of our stations. Friday night, we'll have BBC coverage of the biggest rivalry in the BBC. Arlington taking on Liberty Benson. Matt Common and I have that one for you Friday night at about 7.20 on Classic Hits 96.7. And on WFOB, we'll have coverage of girls basketball. Hopewell Loudon takes on New Regal. John Conlon and Tom Grind have that one for you Friday on WFOB. Before we go to our first break, there is something I wanted to talk about. We had two very notable people in the world of sports pass away over the last week. First, the unexpected death of Grant Wall. He collapsed while covering a World Cup match in Qatar. He recently created his own website, and before that was a writer for Sports Illustrated. He wrote the first big article on LeBron James while he was still in high school, the first official piece where LeBron was named as the possible heir apparent to Michael Jordan. And while I'm not a big soccer fan, he was he was pretty much the guy when it came to American soccer. The same way, really, a guy like John Madden was synonymous with football. That's how Grant Wall was with soccer. And there was a large outpouring of support for him over the weekend. I saw the news on Twitter when I got home from my basketball game last Friday, and, and my heart dropped once I found out that that was, in fact, true. Wall was just 48 years old, passed away due to an undetected aortic aneurysm. 
The other death, another unexpected one, Mike Leach, the head football coach at Mississippi State, previously had stops at Texas Tech and Washington State. And you simply can't talk about the history of college football without talking about what he did, bringing in the original version of the air raid system. He took Texas Tech to number one in the country during that 2008 season. And, and off the field, his, his press conferences often filled with off-the-wall questions that he would, in fact, answer and would usually result in those hilarious answers. So two very different but both influential people that we lost over the weekend in the world of sports. With that, we'll step aside for a quick break. Before we go to break, though, we will play a clip of Mike Leach when he was asked about which mascot would win a brawl while he was at Washington State. So if that's something you haven't heard, we'll have that here for you in just a moment. After that, we'll come back and we'll talk with Jason Vermillion, Arlington Head Boys basketball coach, here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Frickers Studios on Classic Hits 96.7 WPVI and ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM WFOB. Well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he, does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? Uh, the Bruin, definitely formidable. Um, uh, another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. Um, it's unless we're going to go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. And then um, the duck. The duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. Uh, the beaver. Well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the uh, the ute again. We're back to. Uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that youth's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. And then, um, <clears throat> and, uh, and you know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, outside stuff there. Um, just as far as a beast alone, uh, a buffalo is going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a, bu a buffalo is utterly outstanding. Well, but Butch, Butch is going to have to be clear-minded and crafty. I mean, Butch will, Butch will find a way. There's no question. The Kugel will find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and and, uh, <clears throat> and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done. Frickin' chicken chunks, frickin' chicken chunks, frickin' chicken chunks, frickin' chicken chunks. When there's no time to make food for your holiday party, carry out four pounds of frickin' chicken chunks for only $34.99. Give the gift that always fits a $25 Frickers gift card and get five frickin' bonus bucks free. Let them get what they really want.
Hi, this is Dawn from the Classic Hits Morning Show, and I've just heard that not all roofs are created equal. Is that true? That is true, Don. It's solely dependent on the people installing it. Hi, folks. This is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. We're a family-owned company that's been in business since 1936. We're a full-service roofing contractor that have been working on both residential and commercial roofs. So no matter what type of roof you want, we have the expertise and the crews needed to install and maintain your roof for years to come. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no-obligation inspection and quote today. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. And by the caring employees of the Ropey Corporation. Back we are on this edition of the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios on ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, and Classic It's 96.7. Lance Morris flying solo with you this Wednesday night. We'll have coverage of the Arlington Red Devils this Friday night in their Blanchard Valley Conference matchup with the Liberty Benson Eagles. Matt Common and I will have that one Friday night on Classic Hits 96.7. We're now pleased to be joined by Arlington head boys basketball coach Jason Vermillion here in the Frickers Zoom room. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you again for uh, taking the time to talk with us. Very, very greatly appreciated. You betcha. Anytime. You had the fortune last season that you didn't have a single senior on your roster, and because of that, you essentially bring back everyone from last season. Does does that make the transition from off season to getting ready for this season a little easier? Um, you know, I don't. I'm not sure. You know, there's obviously. The expectations have changed um, because of everyone returning, but there's still a lot of work that had to be done um, from last season's um, win total to um, the off season and trying to get better to have a nice year this year. So um, it's obviously really nice to have the experience back, but we've still got some things we've got to continue to clean up. Good weekend for you guys this past weekend, getting wins against Corey Rawson and Columbus Grove and, specifically the defense in the second half of that Corey game from what I saw seemed to be very, very good. What can you take away from those matchups you had over the weekend? Well, you know, coming in against the Corey Rawson, um, in the Corey Rawson game, you know, coach Thomas did a great job of putting uh, his guys in position to make things a little bit tough for us in the first half. Uh, we had, we couldn't convert some scores to um, do some things we want to do. And then, our guys came out in the third quarter and just uh, our energy changed a little bit and our uh, plan of attack and it just kind of snowballed and we got them kind of on their heels a little bit and was able to turn them over and um, got the game going in a better tempo and um, that created the separation um, in that game. And then Saturday night, um, we wanted to, I mean, knowing Grove only had a few practices under their belt um, and we still have things that we want to get better at. Um, I thought that our kids came out with the, the, the correct intensity and energy and always against a good, well-coached Columbus Grove team that's always got um, a group of some athletes and they're just, they're behind. And, you know, we had, we took advantage of them and their um, limited time on the floor. 
And looking ahead, as you mentioned, another good slate of non-conference games this season. Of course, just mentioning the Grove game, but you're also going to play uh, Wayne Trace. Uh, they made district finals a season ago. You have the holiday tournament to end 2020. Uh, Crestview has been a very good team. They won a state title not too long ago. And uh, LCC always has a bunch of athletes as well. You certainly uh, continue to test your guys uh, throughout this regular season, both uh, in and uh, out of conference for sure. That's uh, that's a plan. Um, I just feel that it uh, keeps us focused each week. Um, and, you know, that's what you want. Uh, don't want to get caught uh, just kind of coasting because that's when you get in trouble. Um, so each week our, we, we know that we, there are things that we've got to um, work on to uh, compete against those teams on Saturday nights um as well as the friday night uh focus on the league game so yeah we i mean i don't mind it you know it's tough but in the end we hope it all works out for us in the postseason this is the nwo orthopedics sports huddle from the fricker studios on classic hits 96.7 wbvi espn 1430 am 105.7 fm wfb talk with arlington head boys basketball coach jason vermilion and another thing you guys have is really an assortment of riches as you uh, continue down and look at the rest of your staff on your bench, Thane Recker, your JV coach, Seth Newlove, Scott Bergman, and now your son Jared, all as assistants. How much does it help having as many great guys as you do on your staff this season? It's a great uh, comfort zone. Um, I can I trust every one of them with their input and allow them to have some free reins on doing things. You know, Coach Newlove's uh, – doing our defensive stuff and I, my, I'm hands off. I trust him completely and he's done a nice job of uh, getting our guys to start understanding some things and we still got a little ways to go, but um, it's very, it's, it's, it's a great feeling to have those guys that I can lean on and just throw things off and accept their uh, input, you know, so they've all were successful players. And so um I don't want to lose them at any time soon. And how uh, how early back uh, do you remember having uh, conversations with your son Jarrett about becoming a coach someday? Um, you know, he's when he was toward his end of his high school career, he started thinking about going into the education field, and um, we figured at some point this was something he wanted to do, and he decided to stop playing, and we thought. He asked if he could get on staff. I was like, we'll, fight, we'll figure something out for you. And um, he's had a nice start to the year as far as getting involved and um, throwing his two cents into the younger players. This is the NWO Orthopedics and Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios talking with Arlington Head Boys basketball coach Jason Vermillion. And looking at some of your guys, really a bunch of your players have impressed so far to start the season. Your son Jake has been playing great so far. Ryler Essinger, he really emerged last season as a great inside player. Uh, you've got uh, the two Bradys in Ken and Griggs that have both had some good games already so far. What can you say about some of those guys and really what they can be and how successful they could be throughout the year? Well, we uh, I think we're we're really blessed this year with uh, a group that loves to play with each other. Um, the ball moves um, and gets got get guys nice clean shots. Um, and they just they like they just like competing with each other. It's contagious. Um, the energy they build off each other, and it's uh it's nice to have 
multiple guys that we can have options go to. Um, so we can't, uh, our focus is we don't want opponents to, to lock in on a couple guys because we feel that we have other guys that are capable of providing some offensive input or output. So um, then the guys that you mentioned have been great. You know, we have multiple other guys outside of them yet that have given us some pretty good numbers in, in different parts of the game, not just the scoring, but um, the different aspects. We have guys that are starting to figure out their roles and have uh, taken off with those. And with having a varsity team that, you know, you were able to basically bring everybody back, I have to imagine might be a little harder for those young guys to really, I guess, see themselves in a role because, you know, there's so few roles available. Who are some of those young guys that may not get on the floor of varsity but might do a lot on the JV side? Who are some of those young guys you uh, could be looking to here in a year or so? Well, we've got uh, – we have a nice freshman class that's come in um, that have given us some good JV minutes when Aiden Cavani, Trenton Haycock, and Calvin Willow. So um, then we've got a couple of sophomores that we're looking at with – you know, Jace has been doing some JV, but then uh, we've been getting him in the varsity games as well. And then Elijah Freisinger is one that has got a, um, some high side potential to uh, be a contributor down the road. So, you know, we have some juniors then that are doing some JV, but primarily varsity with Braden Agapio and uh, Wyatt Berry. So we uh, we have a, a good numbers. Um we just got uh, – it's competitive every day. You know, we're, guys in the varsity can't get comfortable because those young guys are trying to give their best effort every day. So it's been uh, it's been a good first month, and, you know, we're hoping to continue to get better, and those guys got to push the older guys every day, and those older guys can't get just content with where they're at because they could slip real quick. This is the NWO Orthopedics <laughs> Sports Auto here from the Frickers Studios talking with – Jason Vermillion, Arlington head boys basketball coach here in the Frickers Zoom room. Looking ahead to Friday night, taking on Liberty Benton. Like you guys, they also got a pair of wins over the weekend, beating Van Lue and Allen East. What are some of the things you've been seeing from them and looking forward to Friday? Well, you know, um, Liberty Benton uh, has really nice senior leadership um, returners. Um, Lincoln and Cam and Kaysen. Uh, do such a good job with uh, how they play, how they conduct themselves, and they just compete at a high level. And so, you know, we're going to – those three probably are in control with those guys on how they do things in practice, and those are three good guys to um, build off of. And then they got – you know, Carson Conway's coming back from his injury last year, and he's a nice player as a junior, and – you know, um, they've got young players that are going to step in here in the next few years and even this year are, have been contributors so far. So I uh, yet, you know, we're, we're going to have our hands full this week because um, they've done a nice job at the start of the year. Uh, Coach Whiteman has the defensively they're at people. So we're going to have to we're going to have to be ready to go. Uh, we got some things to definitely clean up and otherwise they'll make us pay. You mentioned it with Coach Whiteman in his first year as their new head coach after Ben Gerken retired over the summer. How different, from your perspective, have they looked in the early stages of this year versus some of the LB teams of past years? Uh, um, 
you know, I don't know. I just, I still think that their, their staple is that they're going to, they're going to defend, they're going to defend you hard and they compete like every Liberty Benton team does. Um, you know, that, I mean, these guys are a year older and I see more offensive uh, abilities out of um, the older guys on Liberty Benton's roster. You know, I still got some things to watch and learn from their younger kids. So um I think they got as a as a group. They have a really nice team. So, um, coach is doing a good job with them, and I they will continue to get better as well. And you guys have of course had some fun matchups over those last few seasons. And uh, this game will be at Liberty Benton this Friday. I expect you uh, have to tell your guys it'll be quite the uh, hostile environment when they uh, go into LB on Friday. Oh, for sure. You know, it's we've been able to be a part of these great gains between them and us over my course of my career. And, uh, you know, it, there's a, it's just, it's a fun week, you know, they want to beat us. We want to beat them. And, uh, you know, there's some players on that team that I like, uh, as friends, uh, and we've had their, they play with my, with Jake and over the years. So, you know, it's just fun. It's fun to compete against goes, uh, teams like this and, you know, knowing that they're going to be well coached like they've always been in the past. So it's just going to be one of those um, interesting, intense, fun games and go play and have fun. Last one I got for you. As someone who I did not grow up in BVC country per se, there have been lots of different rivalries that have been electric over the last few years. You know, McCombers PG and football has been a big one these last few seasons. Van Buren, North Baltimore, they've had a couple nice games here and there as some close rivalries, but there just seems to be something different when it comes to the Arlington and Liberty Benton rivalry. As someone who has been a part of this for as long as you have, how would you describe this rivalry to someone on the outside looking in? Well, I think that I think that's a rivalry with some mutual respect. Um, you know, I'm going to go back to when Coach Willman was there and they're, they're the headstone of our conference and you know coming in we were always tr everybody's trying to get to their level and compete with them because he did such a great job with his program over his time there and over the course of years i mean we we were blessed to have some groups here who got to the point where we started being able to compete with them and the fact that we could compete against each other and then after the game we could get together and enjoy some time and talk and have a friendship you know, that's, I mean, that's different about it. Um, we're not going to make it. So it's not a Haiti between us coaches. Um, Cause we, we, we each respect each other and what we do, but it's just one of those where you just know that both teams are hopefully all ready to go. And the coaches are going to do what they need to do to compete. And at the end, we'll figure out which team is better than the other that night. You know, it all depends. And, you know, I just enjoy the opportunity to compete against them and they do the same. So um, it's just, it's a, it's a great robbery. It is. And uh, we're going to enjoy it and see what happens. This has been Arlington head boys, basketball coach, Jason Ruin coach. Thank you once again for taking the time to talk to us. Good luck on Friday against Liberty Benson and throughout the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk with Arlington Head girls basketball coach Jimmy Nicholson. You're on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto from the Fricker Studios. 
Think you can't qualify for a car loan because of your past credit, bankruptcy, divorce, even repossessions and charge-offs? Well, think again and turn the corner to Warner. Warner Buick GMC can help you find the money you need for a car. Call 419-429-6157. That's 419-429-6157. Or apply online at warnerbuickgmc.com. Let Warner help you get a car today. For price, selection, and service, Warner won't be beat. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Come on now, you know you've heard of those famous breadsticks. The ones oozing with cheese and a variety of other toppings you can choose from? That's right. The ones from Campus Poly Ice, the world famous ones. Don't forget Campus Poly Ice for tasty subs, pizza, your favorite beer, and even salads. One of Finley's best kept secrets. Don't forget to try the house-made ranch dressing. Getting your favorite goodie from Campus Poly Ice is easy. Located at 339 South Blanchard Street, Campus Poly Ice offers dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. What you waiting on? Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Back we are on this edition of the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios on ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, and Classic It's 96.7. Lance Morris flying solo with you this Wednesday night. We're now pleased to be joined by Arlington Head Girls Basketball Coach Jimmy Nicholson here in the Fricker's Zoom room. Coach, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, can't complain, to be honest with you. Thank you again for uh, taking the time to talk with us. Always, uh, always great when we get to catch up. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. I enjoy um, you guys supporting Arlington Athletics and uh, women basketball in the area. So I really enjoy doing it. For you, what was it like uh, getting ready for this season in comparison to the last few years? Obviously, COVID's been a big issue the last handful of years. What was it like for you guys uh, getting ready for this season? I mean, it was it was back to business as usual for us. So it was, uh, was kind of nice. We didn't really have to worry about any of that stuff. Uh, wearing a mask. Um, we had little baskets, you know, the one year, you know, so it's like, Everything was pretty much back to normal, and that was nice. Uh, that's the way I like it, and um, it's kind of refreshing, to be honest. Okay, I, I have to follow up. Little baskets, what does that entail? <laughs> we had, like, everyone had, like, a little bucket that had, like, their towel and water bottle in it. Oh, okay. And that's what they, they carried. So, like, it was kind of funky that was i guess that was going to keep COVID away i don't know uh, see, apparently it was see the image that i had in my head was like nerf balls like you have like on your bedroom door <laughs> that that's the image i had in my head when you say mini baskets no. you couldn't touch water bottles okay you know but <laughs> you know back in our day we probably shared water bottles i had six of them we all we all squirted water in our mouths from the same water bottle but you can't do that stuff anymore no no you cannot not not with uh not since COVID. no you certainly cannot do that anymore uh, for, for you, you had uh, some key players to replace uh, heading into this season, Kylie Jolliffe and Adriana Agapiu. How do you even kind of begin to look to replace what uh, what those players gave you? 
Yeah, Kylie, Kylie is, is hard to replace, honestly. Um, and Adriana was a big physical inside presence that we, uh, we, we are lacking right now, to be honest with you. We had, I mean, Julia Stewart is coming off a torn ACL as a sophomore last year. Um, had a good preseason, but then like kind of bummed her other knee out and hasn't played at all this year. Um, she's a junior. She's a nice player, played as a freshman for me. So she was going to help take up some of those minutes, but she hasn't been able to get on the court yet. Um, we're trying to ease her back in this week. Um, but her other knee has kind of got like a slight tear in it, but the doctor said she can play on it. So she's going to give it a whirl. And then um, Kami Setledge has, has been hurt this year too. So I had two players that, you know, I thought was going to be able to play for us. hasn't haven't been able to. So now, you know, we're leaning a little bit more on Brooklyn Smith um, and Maddie Russell and, Leah Durley, those are our three players coming back from last year. And um, we're throwing some freshmen in there, you know, a sink or swim. Um, to their credit, you know, they're not backing down. They're giving everything they got. And um, they're, they're nice players. I'm excited for the future with them. Like Jada Smith, um, Brooke's younger sister, and uh, Mia Alexander are both starting for us right now. Um, I mean, they, they got their ups and downs, but they have, they have a lot of potential. And I'm excited to see. Um, how they grow throughout the year. Even Maddie Ernst is a freshman has been playing a lot more the last uh, couple games. We're just looking for some more shot makers. Uh, we got to be able to score some more. We haven't been able to score. I'd like to see us get to the 40 points. Each game would be nice. Um, we're working on that. We're trying our best to to get there. I'm, I'm thinking of anything I can to try to help us offensively and we need some more players to be able to make some shots. And I think we have some of those. We're just struggling right now from the three point line and um, shooting. This is the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Frickers Studios talking with Arlington Head Girls basketball coach Jimmy Nicholson. As you alluded to, you've had a couple tough games uh, early parts of the season, a couple matchups with Corey, an Arcadia team that's much improved. What can you say about what you've uh, seen your players kind of play through with some of those injuries that you already mentioned uh, for the first uh, few weeks of the year? Yeah, and that's what was unfortunate is like Julia played all preseason and, and was playing a lot for us. And it's like the post trail, you know, physical. And then she was just out like the first week. And so that we had to play Bluffton. Played good against Bluffton. Then actually my other freshman that got hurt, she got a concussion. So sat out the next couple games. Um, well, because we battled Bluffton pretty well that first game. And then Corey got us good the next night when she didn't play. And then it's like, and then we had another, our six-footer sophomore, um, Isabel Freisinger, rolled her ankle too. So she's been out for weeks too. So um, she led it as a freshman, so she's been out. So I really have three people out and only 15 on the team. So I didn't bring her up. But, I mean, those are more reasons than excuses. I mean, they are an excuse, but they're an actual reason as well. So it's it's more we're meshing some players together that um, maybe haven't played as much together. Um, and sometimes size is a little bit of an issue for us at times, which would make it easier for us to score inside. So we're kind of settling for some outside shots. But with our size, it's kind of how it works. We're trying to ask Brooke to go inside and outside and – um, do those things. So, I mean, it's been up and down. Taking care of the balls has been an issue for us as well this year, just with so many young players. And the, and the speed and physicality has been been a little bit of adjustment for um, a lot of our players, to be honest. But Corey's aggressive, and they're a nice team. They've gotten us twice. I mean, Bluffton's a good team as well. And Lipstick's uh, really good. Um, so, I mean, we haven't played anyone easy, and we battled Arcadia. They they hit a couple shots at the start of the fourth quarter, kind of stretched our lead out um, on us. And um, – so, I mean, it, like I said, we, we, we've, we've been competing, competing, and getting better. I really think we're moving in the right direction. I know it's hard to believe with a one-in-five record, but I told the team I, I think we're getting better, and hopefully we can get some, if we can get these other two girls back, Julie and Cammie Settledge, I mean, Julie Stewart and Cammie Settledge, I think that would definitely help our team and help us move in the right direction and um, you know, win, win a few more games. You mentioned her already a few times, but Brooklyn Smith has been – 
key player for you really since she stepped on the floor as a freshman. She's been good in the early parts so far this season, third in the BVC so far in uh, scoring. What can you say about her and her continued development? I know you mentioned already inside, outside, asking a lot of her. What, what can you say about her uh, continued development? Yeah, she's a girl that puts a lot of effort in um, and a lot of work outside of basketball. Um, she gets a lot of shots up. Um, she actually has a like a it's like a house they live in, so she's got a full court hoop in her in her in her house, basically. So she can shoot anytime. She still likes to shoot the gym. She puts a lot of time, a lot of effort. She uh, is very determined to focus basketball player. Um, so she's definitely someone you like to coach. And I mean, she's she's earning it. You know, she's she's doing it. She's trying to. She's doing everything that we can, and we have her bring the ball up. We have her post up. We have her shoot threes. Um, I mean, she's she's trying to do. I mean, she's she's passing the ball as well. Like I said, she's second on our team in assists too. So, she's trying to do a little bit of everything. Um, and you know, I mean, she, yeah. I mean, she's averaging what seven points, um, seven rebounds a game, fourteen points. So, yeah. I mean, I'm proud of her, and I'm, hopefully, her sister will be, you know, um, as good as her, and hopefully, keep getting better throughout the year. That's the that's the thing, and we only have one senior, so we're just gonna keep hanging in there, keep getting better this year, and keep keep striding. But Brooke is a uh, a nice player to have for sure. And you led right into the next one I wanted to talk about with Maddie Russell. Been good for you so far as well, getting about eight points a game. And you mentioned, you know, the only the one senior really on your team. What can you say about her role? You know, both on and off the floor. Yeah, Maddie. Maddie's done a great job. She's um, they said she's all league volleyball player too, so she's a good athlete. Um, she's, she's in, um, she's in the gym working on her shot. So, um, she, she's a real good shooter, um, capable shooter. She'll, she'll handle the ball for us. She'll guard the post players. She'll run the post spot on offense. You know, when we run offense, she's just a smart basketball player, really understands what we're doing. Um, and so she, she, she communicates well on the floor with those younger players too. Um, she just does a good job. She's a really smart, smart basketball player, um, and a good shooter. I'm, I'm, Glad to see her progress. Like I said, she, she she was like running the point guard the other day. So it's like she's come full circle. She'll go from running the post trail to the wing to the guard, the point guard. So it's been, it's been fun um, watching her grow as a basketball player. And I'm, we only got one left. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad she's still sticking with it and uh, helping us throughout this year. Another player who's uh, been impressive so far has been uh, Jada Smith on the defensive end. I saw she's averaging – about three steals a game. What can you tell us about what uh, she's been able to bring to your team? Yeah, like I said, Jada's, Jada's got – she's tough. She's feisty. Um, you know, she plays hard. And like I said, she she's reckless. You know, she gets out there and, and she's active. And she throws her body around um, to get rebounds and gets her hands on passes. So, like I said, I just, I just keep seeing the, the development from her and me, Alexander. The, those two freshmen are starting for us right now. I just think they're just going to keep improving, improving, improving throughout the year. And um, hopefully we can get a little more offense out of both of them. I think they're both very capable offensive players as well. Um, they're just, just not making as many shots or probably not getting as, as good as shots as they probably would like either, just because the game's a little quicker. But I, I really think um, they can help us a little bit offensively, definitely more than they have so far. And I look forward to see that progress here in the next 16 games. This is the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB. Talking with Arlington Head Girls basketball coach Jimmy Nicholson. You, you've mentioned it uh, already with uh, the team, you, two freshmen starting, one senior, lots of younger players between this year and last year. Uh, how does that kind of change 
your overall dynamics as far as in practice and in games? What is what is that like to uh, adjust with as a coach? Yeah, like I, I think I was telling the girls the other day, it's like I'm still trying to figure out the, the best combinations of players we got out there. We've had so many players coming in out of the lineups and and things that ways that motivate the freshmen as well. I think we got to take our time, uh, my coaching staff and my eye, take our time explaining things, you know, working on, you know, why we're doing it, how we're doing our defense, you know, things that the juniors and seniors that have had me for three years know what we're expecting. But you got to take that extra time with these, you know, three or four freshmen that are playing varsity. Um, you know, really review the plays, you know, some of these plays we've been running a long time. It's like they're bored of running, you know, as juniors and seniors and they've been doing it for three years. So just, just making sure they know that they know what we want, uh, know what we know what the calls is and just, you can't take anything for granted when you got a freshman out there, um, that they would understand exactly what we want, but we just got to make sure we're doing a good job of keep, uh, teaching them and explaining why we're doing things and, and trying to keep getting them in the right spot and keep, keep them playing as hard as they can. We've talked about some tough games from the early parts of the schedule. It doesn't get any easier when you take on LB on Thursday, and they've 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 looked really good to to start the season. There's really no no way to sugarcoat that. What are what are some of the things you've uh, seen from them and getting ready for Thursday? Yeah, I thought you didn't want to talk about this game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, they're a great team. They're a good team. I know that. Um, yeah, they're they're good. I mean. The Gherkin girl's good. I mean, I don't know. I think someone said that she's going to BG or yeah. somewhere in the MAC. I know she's a nice player. Do you know where she's going, Lance? Yeah, she's going to BG. Okay, and I know Irwin's daughter's going to Tiffin. So, like I said, I don't remember the last time he didn't have a D1 player on his team. <laughs> I sure would like. I can't wait for that day that comes when he doesn't have a six-foot D1 player. But, uh, no, she's a really nice player. Gherkin can do it all, man. I was watching film. She can shoot three. She can dribble. She's looks like she's stronger and bigger this year. So um, she's a really nice player, um, can do all the moves inside. Things I try to show my kids is like, oh, look at that move. That's cool. So she's good. I mean, I mean, you know, the Irwin girl, she can shoot it from anywhere. And she's got the green light. I can tell you that. So you watch it on film, she'll shoot it from anywhere. Those two are averaging, what, 21 and 17 or something. I think he sent the stats out again today. So, I mean, they do a lot of their scoring. But, I mean, honestly, the record girl's up. The point guard for her has been starting for three years. She doesn't quite get the credit she deserves because she runs that show and she D's up on them and um, on the other team's point guards and things like that. So they, they got um, three really good players coming back. Um, like I said, I think the Willow girls hurt for them right now. And uh, the other the other big post player they have, they just seem to have another six-foot athlete they could throw in there. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're a nice team. It seems like they're running some zone this year. I saw them do some 2-2-1 and saw them run some 2-3 zone, which he's done in the past when he had some other bigger girls um some taller girls in the past i don't think i'm allowed to say bigger girls but taller girls in the past when he had like simons he had you know, other 2000 point scores he had that were six foot so i think he's mixing up man in two three zone and looks like he's doing some zone pressure i don't think i've ever seen him do so um but yeah he, he's a good coach so he's adapting to what he's got and i know i've seen him i know they're good uh, i know we got our hands full but we're gonna we're, we're putting together the best game we have and make sure everybody's prepared and we're gonna go out there and see what happens and looking ahead even further on Saturday, you guys uh, take on Hard Northern, a former BBC team from back in the day. I know you still have obviously a game on Thursday, but what are some of the things you uh, will be looking forward to on Saturday? Yeah, we scouted Hard Northern. We went over to watch Van Buren. Hard Northern wasn't their finest game. I know they've played well and they beat Riverdale and they've they've um, they've competed in a lot of games too. So I mean, it's definitely one we gotta we gotta come ready to play on Saturday for sure and and make sure we put our best foot forward. But I know that, I mean. They got a they got a shooter um, 
gosh, I can't think of it. Nah, I'm all at liberty right now, but I know they got Emma Martin. That's a good ball handler for them. And I know they have, it's a Wilson girl. I think that shoots three well. And we played them this summer. Like we've played them. We know they're girls, but I mean, we'll be ready for sure. I mean, it's one of those games kind of, I don't want to say we just go, but it's like sometimes it's just about us and playing as hard as we can and um, doing what we do and, and doing, um, you're just, just not about to so like a BBC game. You can focus on one or two players, you know, kind of on the league game Saturday, we're prepared for them, but it's not like you get one day, you get a hour and a half hour and 20 minute uh, practice to, to get ready for Saturday morning. So sometimes it's more like just take care of ourselves and worry about what we're doing and do what we do well. This has been Arlington head girls basketball coach, Jimmy Nicholson coach. Thank you once again for taking the time with the time to talk with us. Good luck on Thursday against LB and throughout the rest of the season. I appreciate it, Lance. I appreciate you um, having me on. With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk some NFL football here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios. Great news, Fostoria. The new watershed near the corner of 4th and Finley Streets is now open. This watershed offers another convenient location in the southwest corner of town to purchase pure water. You can also use the watershed off of Plaza Drive. Both watersheds are open 24-7 every day of the year. So grab your quarters and your containers and head to the closest watershed near you. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a 25 cent shift differential for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you, and her, and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person, dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Back here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Frickers Studios on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, Lance Morris hanging out with you here. Big thanks to Arlington head coaches, Jason Vermillion on the boys' side, Jimmy Nicholson on the girls' side for joining us on the show tonight. If you missed any part of our show or just want to hear it again, head over to WFOB.com, click on the podcast page. You can hear today's show and our interviews from past seasons as well. We might not be physically at the Frickers in Finley, but stop in for their daily specials. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings day. Tuesday, frickin' chicken wings day. Tonight, you can get their sirloin steak dinner. Thursday, their frickin' chicken chunks. Gets eat free all day, every day at Frickers. Pick up from the carryout window, dine in, or get delivery through DoorDash. 
All daily specials are dine-in only. Download the Frickers app to see more and to place an order. And, of course, you can find them online at frickers.com. We'll switch gears now, talk a little bit about the NFL. Looking back at what we saw across the league last weekend, the Rams come back thanks to a Baker Mayfield-led touchdown drive to beat the Raiders last Thursday. The Chargers beat the Dolphins. The Bills, they beat the Jets. The Browns lost to the Bengals. The Lions knock off the Vikings. The Chiefs beat the Broncos. Broncos actually played well for about the first half of that game before Russell Wilson went down with an injury. The 49ers beat down on the Bucks. The Patriots beat the Cardinals. Kyler Murray goes down with an injury in the process. His season now done. And lots of lots of things to take away from this past week in the NFL. I mean, as, as a Baker Mayfield fan, great to see him uh, come back and get that win for the Rams on a short week in general, but even shorter week as he had been claimed off of waivers by the Panthers just on Tuesday. So we had not even really 48 hours to get himself familiarized a little bit with the Rams playbook in the Sean McVay offense. And he was able to do some special things in that matchup, especially that touchdown drive to come back and beat the Raiders as uh, as the co- uh, the clock came to an end in uh, in that one. So big, big win for Baker Mayfield in the Rams last Thursday. Uh, the Chargers beating the Dolphins, it's it's a little surprising to see what the Dolphins, how they've struggled a little bit lately. Uh, as good as their offense was the first month or two of the season, the fact that the Chargers were able to hold them in check a little bit. I mean, Tua, Tua obviously did not have a great game, so that's a big part of it when when their quarterback's not going to have as great a game as he did uh, last week in that game against the Chargers. But that's that's definitely something to look forward to because if that offense struggles like they did in that matchup Sunday and what we've seen you know, in the last couple weeks, they had opportunities against the Niners that week before but just weren't able to capitalize on them. It'll be interesting to see uh, how the Dolphins can rebound because they're going to, of course, have a tough task this coming week. The Lions, I mean, the Lions, how about Dan Campbell? The fact that the Lions are not one of the best teams in football, that's still a stretch to stay, but the fact that they're competitive in the NFC North, and you know, it doesn't hurt having the Bears be as bad as they are and the Packers not looking great either, but big win for them, knocking off the Vikings and the Vikings, they're kind of a little bit of a paper tiger. They have a good record, but I mean their point differential I think is like negative one, so they haven't exactly been outscoring everybody they've been playing in route to that uh, to that good record. But yeah, big win for the Lions knocking off the Vikings last week. The Chiefs, I mean, obviously not shocking that the Chiefs beat the Broncos. I think it's more surprising that the Broncos offense looked as good as it did for about a half of that game. Russell Wilson looked more like Seattle Russell Wilson for a little bit before he goes down with an injury and then things kind of start to unravel from there. But nice to see at least some signs of life for that Broncos offense. But similar thing, the Niners, they just demolished the Buccaneers. They they certainly made Tom Brady look, look his age last weekend and that Niners defense just shows you how good they can be when they are healthy because the Bucks they're not a bad team, even even with everything that's gone on this year. I know the NFC South in general hasn't been very good this year, but that's that's still a big, big win for the Niners and 
they were able to do that to the Bucks in, in very dev- decisive fashion. The Cardinals, I, I don't know where you go from here, especially with Kyler Murray now out for the rest of the season. Things had been, I guess, weird for a lack of a better term for them with Kyler Murray and their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. I think it's very possible we see uh, Cliff Kingsbury shown the door at season's end, maybe even before then, but maybe more looking like a Black Monday kind of firing for uh, what could be Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals because as good as they've been, they've they've certainly underachieved with the talent they've had on the roster the last few years. I mean, they, I think, went out and had a big, big start to their season a year ago when they were undefeated for at least the first like 10 games or so before they kind of came crashing down to earth in the second half of the season. So lots of lots of things to look at for for the Cardinals to see what they can do. They're obviously not going to be as good of a team with uh, with Colt McCoy under center for them, but you know, he, Colt McCoy is at least a solid quarterback. So they at least have someone back there that is solid, but he, going from Kyler Murray to to Colt McCoy is certainly certainly a downgrade in terms of that athleticism. But looking ahead to this weekend, there's there's a lot of good games on the slate. Uh, start Saturday games this week as well, and on Saturday there's there's some really good ones. Uh, but before that, we do have the Niners playing the Seahawks on Thursday. That should be an interesting one in Seattle for that matchup. Of course, two division teams that play twice a year should be an interesting one between the Niners and the Seahawks. But uh, on Saturday, you have the Colts against the Vikings, the Browns hosting the Ravens, and the Dolphins playing the Bills on Saturday. So very nice Saturday slate for this week in the NFL. Just the fact you, of course, Jeff Saturday and the Colts against a Vikings team that didn't look very great last week against Detroit, but Vikings still do have plenty of pieces on that offense, especially to make uh, make some good things happen against the Colts that, you know, they've been up and down since Jeff Saturday has taken over, but it's certainly, certainly a team to, even still with Jeff Saturday at the helm, still a team to be reckoned with. Uh, on any given day, as the old adage says. The Browns against the Ravens, I mean, it, it's been a struggle for Cleveland. There's no there's no doubt about that, especially once uh, once Deshaun Watson has taken over for them at the quarterback position. And it, it hasn't been great, but the Ravens, I mean, they might not have Lamar Jackson still, so that's certainly something to make note of as well. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised really either way how that one turns out especially depending on who, in fact, does play. But if if we see the Deshaun Watson of old, it should be an easy win for the Browns, but we might not see the Deshaun Watson of old maybe ever again, but I certainly don't think we're going to see that on Saturday. The biggest game, though, on Saturday has to be the Dolphins taking on the Bills uh, for the second time this season. It was obviously quite the matchup when they played the first time. It was early part of the NFL season, it was 100-plus degrees in Miami, and you, you basically have to credit Miami's weather for the Dolphins getting that win because it was not a very pretty game in terms of the actual quality of play on the field, and the Dolphins were able to get that win uh, near the end of that one. It, it's going to be a lot different, of course, playing in Buffalo this time around. Going to be chilly. Might not necessarily be snowy, but is at least going to be chilly for them in comparison to anything you're going to get down in Miami. It, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because of how great the Bills have looked at times this year. You can say the same thing though about the Dolphins when that offense is clicking, 
there's there's not very many defenses, if any defenses in the NFL, that can stop it. So it's definitely something to take note of in that matchup between the Dolphins and the Bills. And on Sunday, some more good matchups. Titans versus Chargers, Lions versus Jets, Patriots versus the Raiders. Josh McDaniels going up against Bill Belichick for the first time in a long time, at least since uh, his first go-around for McDaniels in Denver. The Giants, they play the Commanders on Sunday night football. The Packers play the Rams on Monday night in a battle of two teams we uh, did not quite know would be this bad prior to the season. And, of course, you got to keep an eye on that Raiders and Patriots game just for nothing else, that coaching matchup between McDaniels and Belichick. And it's going to be an interesting one, as it usually is when any of the Bill Belichick protégés come against them. Of course, the famous one with uh, Eric Mangini back in the day uh, when Mangini was a head coach. So there's always some interesting things that could happen, but we'll, uh, we'll have to wait to see exactly what happens on Sunday. And for Titans Chargers, a very interesting game. They're both, you know, kind of middling of the pack teams that have a lot of explosive players. Derrick Henry, of course, for the Titans. Justin Herbert on the Chargers side. It's it's going to be a fun game for that one. Might not be that high scoring, depending on you know just how well those offenses can gel. It's uh, going to be an interesting one between the Titans and the Chargers. And Rams Packers. I I alluded to it before, but the fact that the both really the Rams and the Packers have been as bad as they've been all season long because, you know, up until this year, Aaron Rodgers is on your team. He's going to make you a good team, and he just hasn't been able to do that throughout this season. There's been those echoes of maybe they turn to Jordan Love, maybe they don't. We we may see Jordan Love, you know, sooner rather than later, depending especially on what happens uh, this weekend, but that's that's going to be a very interesting one, and of course, Another week for uh, Baker Mayfield to uh, get in that playbook for the Rams and get a uh, get a little more acclimated uh, to to the LA Rams with uh, Sean McVay's playbook. But I mean, there's to me, you look at who are the true contenders, and I think there's a handful in each league that are actually true contenders because there's a lot of teams that are middle of the pack to below the pack. There's probably going to be a team or two that's either right at right above 500 or right below 500 because. With 17 games, you now don't have the 8-8 eight and eight record. You could have one better, one worse. In the AFC, Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs. Don't think there's really anybody else that could be a Super Bowl contender in the AFC. Maybe the Chargers. Maybe the Chargers, but they would have to be actually healthy, which they haven't been in a while. It's a very big maybe. They could sneak in, maybe could win a game or two in the postseason, but going to be definitely up, uphill sledding for them and in the nfc eagles niners and i guess the cowboys but i don't feel amazing about that but i mean with the eagles what they can do on both sides of the ball that niners defense can carry them even if we don't see debo samuel for a while on the offensive side that defense can carry them and the cowboys i mean they have they have micah parsons they have a handful of other guys that are impact players but those those are who I view as the most likely teams to possibly come out of the NFL in both the AFC and the NFC. With that, we'll step aside for a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk college football. Take a look at some bowl games. You're on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios.
Freaking chicken chunks, freaking chicken chunks, freaking chicken chunks, freaking chicken chunks. When there's no time to make food for your holiday party, carry out four pounds of freaking chicken chunks for only $34.99. Give the gift that always fits a $25 Frickers gift card and get five freaking bonus bucks free. Let them get what they really want. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done need new tires or tire service then wilson tire company has you covered offering 15 brands of tires and providing 24-hour roadside assistance wilson tire company can get the job done in business for over half a century wilson tire company has three convenient locations tiffin upper sandusky and kenton wilson tire company offers mobile services especially for commercial and farm applications check them out on the web for contact information or simply set an appointment from the comfort of your couch wilson tire company a trusted partner for all your tire needs Grit. The word is defined as having courage or strength of character. My name is Mitch Gardner and I'm the owner of Grit. We are a personalized health and fitness organization that will help you find the strength and courage to become the best version of you. Let my staff at Grit encourage you to get healthy in the right way. It's time to take charge of your health for yourself, your family, and your future. Grit is located behind Ace Hardware and Body Works 24-Hour Fitness of Tiffin. Or reach out via email at grit, G-R-I-T-T dot training at gmail.com. Back we are on this edition of the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Frickers Studios. Classic hits 96.7 WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB. Lance Morris hanging out with you here. Big thanks to Arlington coaches, Jason Vermillion on the boys' side, Jimmy Nicholson on the girls' side for both of their basketball teams for joining us on the show tonight. If you missed any part of our show today or just want to hear it again, head over to WFOB.com, click on the podcast page. You can hear today's show and our shows and interviews from past seasons. We might not be physically at the Frickers in Finley, but stop in for their daily specials. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings day. Tuesday, frickin' chicken wings day. Tonight, and get their sirloin steak dinner. Thursday, their frickin' chicken chunks. Kids eat free all day, every day at Frickers. You can pick up from the carryout window, dine-in, or get delivery through DoorDash. Those daily specials, though, are dine-in only. Download the Frickers app to see more and to place an order. Find them online at frickers.com. I know we talked a little college football last week with Kevin Harris. That talk is available on our podcast page, by the way. But I want to take a look around at some of these bowl games that will be starting here on Friday. Lots of fun bowl games to take a look at. On Friday, December 16th, the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. Miami, Ohio taking on UAB in the Bahamas. Miami, Ohio's quarterback. Brett Gabbert, brother of Blaine Gabbert, briefly had his name in the transfer portal before he decided to stay in Oxford. They don't have a very good run defense to slow down UAB running back Dwayne McBride. Next year, though, UAB will be coached, of course, by Super Bowl winning quarterback Trent Dilfer. Do have UAB winning this matchup. On Saturday, December 17th, in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, Cincy against Louisville at Fenway Park. This game, this game has an interesting dynamic because both teams are going to have interim coaches. Luke Fickle he left Cincy to take the job at Wisconsin. Their 
interim head coach Kerry Combs, who was with Fickle at Ohio State. And Louisville's head coach Scott Satterfield, he left to become the head coach at the University of Cincy. I think Louisville, I think they'll play like they did in that big wake for us when I do have Louisville winning that game. In the SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl, Florida against Oregon State. Florida, they've looked good at times this season. Oregon State, though, has looked even better these latter parts of the season, especially that big win against Oregon. I do have Oregon State winning that matchup. This is the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI, ESPN, 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB. Lance Morris hanging out with you here. Big thanks to Arlington coaches Jason Vermillion for their boys basketball team and Jimmy Nicholson for the girls basketball team for joining us earlier on in the show. Continuing our look at bowl games in college football, looking at Monday, December 19th, just one game in the Myrtle Beach versus Myrtle Beach Bowl with Marshall versus UConn. Oddly enough, I've watched a couple games of Marshall this season, watched their upset win against Notre Dame. It just so happened to be in South Bend for that one, and I watched their loss against Bowling Green the very following week. Did you guys, did everyone, did everyone know that the head coach of UConn is Jim Mora Jr.? I've I've known that, but it's still it still seems weird to me because he's been at some other premier places in college football like UCLA. He's been a head coach in the NFL. It, it's weird to see him at UConn, but I do think uh, I do think Marshall's gonna gonna find a way to win that one on a Tuesday, December twentieth, in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. You have Liberty against Toledo, and Toledo they've they've had some nice wins in the special in the second half of the season. They're Quarterback Daquan Finn is a special athlete. Liberty they lost their head coach, Hugh Freeze, to Auburn. Uh, I have the Rockets finding a way to win that matchup. Looking at some other marquee bowl games, but but let me be a homer for a moment. Bowling Green, they'll be in the Detroit, in Detroit at the Quick Lane Bowl against New Mexico State. And it's it's been a minute since the Falcons went bowling. Pardon that pun, but the last time they played in a bowl game was my senior year of college. Back in uh, 2015, they Lost that season in the regular season to future first-round pick and then future NFL bust, Paxton Lynch. And this matchup with also 6-6 six and six New Mexico State, it could go either way, but I got got to roll with my Falcons in this one. In the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, we have Oregon against North Carolina. They're both teams that have looked very good at certain times this season. Oregon, they were rolling for a while after that opening week loss against Georgia, North Carolina. They also had that those weeks where their offense with their quarterback, Drake May, looked really, really good as well. I'm going to go Oregon, though, in this one. I just think their defense going to be a little too much for North Carolina, and North Carolina just won't uh, won't quite be able to put up enough points in that one. On Friday, December 30th, in the Taxlayer Gainer Bowl in Jacksonville, Notre Dame, they take on South Carolina. Who's actually playing in this game? Notre Dame, they've lost Michael Mayer and Isaiah Foskey, uh, two of their top players as they get ready for the NFL draft, both probable first-round picks. Uh, Drew Pine, their quarterback, he enters the transfer portal. He's He's been their starter most of the season uh, after Tyler Buckner went down with an injury. And Buckner may be coming back, but he hasn't played since that Marshall upset. Uh, that was all the way back in September. And Notre Dame, I mean, their their game plan is, is very simple. They're going to try and run the ball and run the ball successfully. And if they do so, they can get a win. If they don't, Spencer Rattler and those Gamecocks will put up a whole lot of points. 
I'll predict Notre Dame on that one. Don't feel great about it, but just I, I, I've, I've seen Notre Dame win some of these games that maybe you don't think they're going to win heading into. So I'm gonna go, gonna go with the Fighting Irish in that one. In the Orange Bowl in Miami, we have a literal Orange Bowl. Tennessee taking on Clemson. Lots of question marks on both sides. Hendon Hooker out for Tennessee. Clemson, they lost their quarterback DJ to the transfer portal. I call me crazy. I have a weird feeling Clemson wins this one. Even though if Tennessee's fully healthy, I would have Tennessee winning by a large margin. But with all these different question marks, I'll pick Clemson uh, just based on their history with Dabo Swinney. I know. I don't like it either. On uh, the on New Year's Eve in the Sugar Bowl, New Orleans, you have Alabama taking on Kansas State. Alabama, I, I don't know if it's just because they like being in the playoffs so much and who can, who can blame them, they're Alabama, but... They seem to not play all that well in some of these non-playoff bowl games. So because of that, if not only for that reason, I have Kansas State winning that one uh, against Alabama. But yeah, looking looking at the continuing in the bowl games, in uh, two name brand bowl games, both of those on January 2nd, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl, classic, you have USC versus Tulane. I mean, USC, they, they looked so bad in the second half of that Pac-12 title game uh, against Utah, but... They they still have they still have the Heisman winner Caleb Williams, Tulane of course does lead in being the Green Wave, but I do think USC uh, will will find a way to win that one in in the Cotton Bowl, in the Rose Bowl similar similar story Utah against Penn State if if Utah does what they did to USC this this won't be much of a game, but Penn State I mean we saw it against Ohio State particularly for for most of that game they have some guys that can cause trouble. Uh, but I do think uh, I do think Utah is going to win that one. In the college football playoffs, we have Michigan against TCU, Georgia against Ohio State. B- both playoff games should be interesting. I think Michigan finds a way to beat TCU, and I hope more than I think. I hope Ohio State can beat Georgia to set up that Ohio State versus Michigan rematch for a national title. I, I watched Ohio State lose to Michigan in Columbus last month. Would love for them to quickly have a chance at revenge and would uh, certainly both hurt possibly or help the narrative for Ryan Day as Ohio State's head coach. But with that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk NBA and some other things in the world of sports. You're on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios. Everyone deserves a team of experts. Through Blanchard Valley Health System's membership with the Mayo Clinic Care Network, our doctors have access to the Mayo Clinic's knowledge, resources, and team of specialists. Our experts have experts giving you the care you need close to home at no additional cost. For more information, please call 1-844-530-CARE. Blanchard Valley Health System. We're here for you. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. And by the caring employees of the Ropey Corporation. 
We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. You deserve a more empowering banking experience, and Premier Bank is giving you one. Earn $200 when you open a new simple checking account, and you'll enjoy easy mobile banking, no monthly account fees or minimum balance, and surcharge-free access to over 37,000 ATMs nationwide. Then get ready to enjoy $200 worth of, well, whatever you want. Visit yourpremierbank.com simple200 to view offer details. Premier Bank. Powered by people. Offer valid through September 30th. Member FDIC. Back we are here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto here from the Fricker Studios. Lance Morris hanging out with you here. Big thanks to Arlington coaches Jason Vermillion on the boys' side, Jimmy Nicholson on the girls' side for joining us on the show. If you missed any part of today's show or just want to hear it again, head over to WFB.com, click on the podcast page. You can hear today's show and our shows and interviews from past seasons as well. And we might not be at the Frickers in Philly, but stop in for their daily specials. Pick up from the carryout window, dine in, or get delivery through DoorDash. Those daily specials, dine in only. Download the Frickers app to see more and to place an order. Find them online at Frickers.com. Looking a little bit at the NBA in the East, Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Brooklyn, and Philly are the top five teams in the East. And honestly, unless someone gets hurt, I expect for that top five to stay in that place for for the time being and for the, really the rest of the season. In the West, New Orleans, Memphis, Denver, Phoenix, and Portland, your top five teams, that, that's, that's not going to be as uh, steady as I think it will be out in the East. You have teams like the Clippers. They're right there. They've been playing pretty well. Kawhi Leonard finally starting to look kind of like the Kawhi Leonard of old. The Kings, they've been a pretty good team uh, in parts this year. Mavericks and Golden State, I mean, they're not too far behind. They're they're going to get their issues sorted out, and they're going to be better as the season progresses. I mean, there's there's a lot to look forward to in the NBA. You're still only about two months into the season. We've got some great Christmas Day games on tap for the league. Uh, you have Sixers versus Knicks at noon, Lakers, Mavericks at 2.30, Bucks versus Celtics at 5 o'clock, Grizzlies versus Warriors at 8 o'clock, and Suns versus Nuggets, your final game at 10.30 on Christmas Day. And they all have the potential to be really fun games. I'm really excited, though, for that Bucks versus Celtics matchup. I mean, that that series last year, it could have went either way. So it's very, very exciting for, for that one for a little bit of a preview for Bucks celtics because I think when healthy, those are the two best teams in the East that could change as the year progresses. But I think right now those have to be your two favorites uh, out in the East. And a couple other things in the world of sports that I'm taking a look at. The San Francisco Giants, they finally get their first big name of the offseason. They sign Carlos Correa to a 13-year, $350 million deal, a big splash for the Giants. They were hoping to get Aaron Judge last week, but he then instead to stay with the Yankees, stay in the Bronx. I, I think it's a good idea for this deal for the Giants. Don't know if that amount of years, that amount of money is going to be worth it in the long run, but the Giants, they, they had to they had to do something, and I think this is probably their next best scenario they could have had as far as the different guys 
that were available on the free agency market. Maybe you would have liked Trey Turner over over Correa, but I mean, aside from that, Correa is a very good shortstop. Obviously, has some World Series pedigree with uh, with his time with the Astros spent last year with the Twins on that one year deal. But I think it's it's a sign of things to come. I think for the Giants, don't know how much more they really can do in free agency this year, but certainly a good building block with uh, getting Carlos Correa to be your shortstop of the future. The Cleveland Guardians, though, they've, they've, they haven't made any big-name moves by any stretch, but they have made a couple solid moves. They get Josh Bell, a nice little switch hitter that can play first base, can play corner outfield positions if needed, and Mike Zunino at catcher. And when both of those guys are healthy, they, they certainly do add some pop to that Guardians lineup that at times was looking for another bat. So that's a, that's a nice thing to add if you are, in fact, the Cleveland Guardians. That'll just about do it for us tonight. Big thanks again to Jimmy Nicholson along with Jason Ramillion to Arlington Coaches for joining us here on the show. And, of course, stay tuned in the rest of the week for our coverage of high school basketball. Thursday we'll have coverage of a rivalry matchup, Hopewell Loudon taking on Calvert. We'll have that one Thursday on both stations. Friday we'll have BBC coverage with Arlington against Liberty Benton. We'll have that one Friday night at about 720 and we'll have coverage of girls basketball with Hopewell Loudon taking on New Regal. John Conlon, Tom Grind have that one for you Friday on WFOB. Stay tuned in on WFOB for coverage of the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs continue their road trip in the state of Texas. They take on Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Coverage of that game will start at about 8.30 on WFOB. Ending of the show a little early tonight, but we have a jam-packed holiday show for you on tap for next Wednesday night. You will not want to miss it. Matt and I have so much fun with our Christmas specials every year. This will be our third time doing it, so it'll be very fun. Very much looking forward to that show next Wednesday night. So signing off a little early, but we'll have plenty of coverage for you next week with our holiday Christmas special. This is Lance Morris signing off from the Fricker Studios for the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.